there. Hello. Welcome to the Deep Waters Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. <laughs> we pray that you are in the, the beginning, the middle of end of all we do, Lord. May openness and peace and shalom mark our discussions. As we engage in conversations about the fresh move of God, may our hearts be drawn to unity. And in all things, may this shape us to look more like you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, settle in for an exciting episode of the Deep Waters podcast. Uh, yeah, we've got a new format for you today. So buckle up, keep your heart and spirit open, and enjoy. Buckle up was the right thing to say, I think, in that <laughs> intro. <laughs> and I'm not picturing a normal seatbelt. Definitely not one of those like middle of the back row seatbelts that just goes over your oh, lap. Oh, yeah. You need like like a, an airplane pilot seatbelt that goes over both your shoulders. Like a five-point harness. I saw that same thing, mm -hmm. too. Did you? Yeah. And why why do you think you need a five-point <laughs> harness seatbelt today, Jace? Well, we, we have uh, <laughs> taken some time to hear some testimonies of what has happened, what happened is happening and will continue to happen. Yeah. Praise in faith, um, at the, the God is near conference. Um, and we were just praying over this podcast and there is something vulnerable about these discussions mm -hmm. because they are fresh. They are, they don't have answers. Some of them don't have resolutions. We don't have boxes to put all of them in. And what we're trying to do with this podcast is just sit in that and thank the Lord. And what else are we trying to do? <laughs> yeah. Celebrate his goodness. <laughs> celebrate his goodness. Yes. Uh, unto Christ likeness. I think I want to ground us in the things that are essential, mm -hmm. um, which are like, that we're called to become like Jesus and yeah. walk after him. We're saved by his grace through faith, not of what we can do so that no one can boast. It's a free gift of God. Um, the blood of Jesus covers us, you know, mm -hmm. back to the basics. Sometimes in moments where supernatural charismatic things are happening, we get so excited about the signs and the wonders that we lose track of what is the heartbeat of our faith actually. Yeah. And when James tells us that true religion is caring for the orphan and the widow, um, if we're over celebrating the signs and the wonders and it doesn't translate into orphan and widow care yeah, or care for the marginalized love for your neighbor, um, holistic love for the Lord. If it doesn't mm -hmm. translate into those things, then, it was, it was fruitless yeah. and that's, um, a missed opportunity. And so <clears throat> we're not celebrating exciting supernatural things because, um, we want to be some crazy cool fad church where wild stuff is happening because it's just fun for its own sake. Yeah. 
what we're trying to do is just celebrate Jesus. Yeah. The person of Jesus. And for whatever reason, in case you have no idea what we're talking about, for whatever reason, a few weekends ago, real time in February of 2024, God decided to show up in our church in a way that he never has before. Mm-hmm. Um, people experienced signs and wonders, fragrances of heaven. Um, some people fell in the spirit. People were um, healed. People were miraculously healed. Uh, there was gold dust on people's hands. Um, one thing I don't think we've said on the podcast yet is that someone's filling in their mouth and in a tooth turned to gold. Yeah. And we're, what we're hoping to do here in this podcast is say, these are things that have happened and we want to celebrate the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to do that in an insensitive way that ignores the fact that a bunch of other people were not touched with healing, even though they were contending for it. Mm -hmm. And so there really are real questions that can provoke us, um, as listeners, as people who experience it, I was in the room for a lot of it and I still felt provoked in many ways Yeah, to say, God, why would you turn someone's filling to gold and not heal this person of this thing when we've been praying for years? Totally. And I don't have an answer to that question other than to say that Jesus is good and he decided to do that sign and wonder. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to allow my questioning to distract from my ability to celebrate his kindness and yeah. his presence when he decides to show up. So if you have no grid for these kinds of testimonies, that's why we said buckle up with a five point harness. Um, these things might sound really bizarre to you. And we promise you we're not trying to make anything up to make it sound fantastic or, or amazing just for the sake of being like a cool thing. Yeah, totally. We're trying to bring glory to the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm-hmm. And ultimately we can't do that more than by saying that God became man and did not consider equality with God, a thing to be grasped, grasped, but instead emptied himself, laying himself down to the point of death, even death on a cross out of his un limited unbounded love for his creation and that that's ultimate glory Mm -hmm. and in some kind of like needless but wonderful way he kissed us during that service (laughs) and we get to like enjoy these testimonies Mm -hmm. so the format of this podcast is a little bit different than usual we invited a handful of guests to come in and share a snippet of their testimonies um, without very easy or clean answers, uh, to just say, Hey, this is what God did. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is raw, but it's real. Yeah. And we invite you listener to lean in and to choose faith and, uh, yeah. Notice if there is any part of you that's provoked or any sense of offense that starts to well up in you and just take a little personal self audit, um, I would say with, with the Lord, like ask the Lord, maybe mm-hmm. where's this offense coming from? It's good. You know, which is a self audit too. Hopefully that's usually in dialogue with the Lord as well, but Amen. didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I'm glad you did. I'd been talking a long time <laughs> with the Lord and, and with community too. If, yes. If yeah. you have wise people in your life that you admire and love, mm-hmm. 
um, who also walk with Jesus, pick their brain about it and ask, like, allow these things to, to leave you asking questions that press you deeper into the things of God, um, not to allow you to stiff arm them away because yeah. they feel alien or other or offensive or disruptive or uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, something that our wonderful pastor Justin said today, real time, it's his birthday. We love Justin. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Justin. Um, something he said this morning in our office is we swim in a culture of comfort. Mm-hmm. And when we experience discomfort, it's it feels wrong. Oh, yeah. It feels bad. Um, however, God loves to utilize discomfort, um, as a way to provoke us out of, I would say apathy, numbness. Mm -hmm. And it it really makes sense that we've been contending for the Lord to shake us up. That's, that's why we committed ourselves to a week long fast, like a month ago. Yeah. Um, we're, we're hungry for the presence of God we really shouldn't be so surprised that he decided to come in such a spectacular way. That was very well said. Wow. That's so good. Thanks. <laughs> really great synopsis. I don't know if I have really anything to add. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, okay. I'll add something. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I just had this thought of like, you know, people kind of wrestle with well, like Jesus is loving and he's a gentleman and he's like, you know, in his time, he was incredibly provocative Mm -hmm. and, you know, really shook up more than anyone, the religious and the religious spirit. Right. And, you know, Jesus is loving, but I would say his love was seen as provocative in that time. So it's like, we kind of just have to hold all that in our hands. It's like we, the, the world has such an incredibly specific definition of what love is. Mm-hmm. And it is different than that of the Bible, different than that of the fruit of the spirit. It's like 2d. It doesn't, um, you know, call us into something higher. Doesn't call us into, um, like a deeper connection or a deeper, like sanctification within ourselves. And, I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but I actually lost my train of thought. (laughs) That's okay. Is there any way to land that plane Mm -hmm. or did I kind of go off the rails there? I was, I was just excited to see where you were headed. Mm. I'm not sure how to land the plane. Maybe we'll take that part out. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, this dialogue's kind of funny. Maybe I think, I think it's got to stay in now, but um, (laughs) no, but all that to say is the love of, of the Bible, of the Father, of Christ, should taste and smell and feel different than that that we experience in the world. Mm. And so when you are feeling something new, feeling something different, I don't know, smelling something different, mm, like let it, let it provoke you. Let it like, whoa, I have never experienced something like this before. Mm. Um, and praise the Lord. I don't, I don't know. Like that's just, yep. I think just to share quickly, like a part of my processing of the goddess near weekend is there were so many moments where the Lord encountered my spirit, I would say, Mm -hmm. and maybe my soul at times, my emotions in really tangible ways. My mind 
was along for the ride Mm -hmm. and I just needed to buckle up my mind because there is times where I am (laughs) on the floor praying in tongues, which is crazy to say for me. And, (laughs) and I'm like doing this. My spirit is making groans of a heavenly language. And my mind is like, I don't know what any of this means. Like, Lord, what am I supposed to be getting from this moment? Wow. While there is something else coming out of my mouth, you know? So like we are, we are complex creatures um, with complex internal relationships within ourselves. And I am choosing to sit in curiosity and the comfort of God in this time when my spirit and my mind are not talking currently. Mm. And even this last Sunday, like a week after God is near weekend, there's a moment where I'm like, my spirit just yearned to just bow before the Lord. Yeah. And my mind's like, yeah, this is wonderful. This is beautiful. Like, Lord, is there anything you want to say to me right now? But it's just like, mm-hmm. there's just like this desire and surrender to the Lord that I haven't felt that's felt tangible in that dissonance within myself. Mm. So I don't know. Do you like want to say quickly anything that kind of is going in on in your head processing this last weekend? You kind of touched on, the the paradox of holding the lord's um like unnecessary abundant love in giving people gold teeth and the fact that people are left unhealed yeah that's a hard one yeah without going into detail that's something that we're seeing in my family right now um just the disappointment of not seeing seeing radical healing yet and so if you're a person listening to this podcast and you're disappointed, um, maybe you saw some radical healings take place next to you and yet the Lord didn't touch you. I just want to say you're not alone in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're wrestling through these things together and I would invite you in that wrestling to remember to celebrate mm-hmm. what, what the Lord did choose to give us. Um, because, when God does unnecessary things, but then doesn't heal mm-hmm. in ways that feel extremely necessary and in fact critical, um, I get frustrated personally. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm honest, I, I come to the Lord and I say, God, why? S- silly questions start to come out of me. Like, why did you waste your energy on turning a tooth gold wow. when you could have touched this person's body and made them mm. clean which is a fallacy because for to say that god wasted anything on anyone is to imply that what he has to give is limited yeah and that's wrong wow that's an incorrect way of thinking god is not limited in any way say that he can give us gold teeth if he wants to and it in no way detracts from his ability to do the miraculous in critical and necessary ways and in some some situations God moves in miraculous ways to heal people with critical illness or with debilitating, um, disability, pain, (laughs) pain, pain. Um, and other times he doesn't. And we choose hope and faith and love and people still die. Hmm. And I think that's a reality that we live in with this already. Not yet. And I guess what I've been saying and unpacking the weekend to people is 
I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to celebrate that I smelled the fragrance of heaven and that I received incredible prophetic words and I saw gold dust on my hands, my fingertips. It wasn't really in the palm of my hands for whatever reason. It was in the palm of other people's hands. Mm-hmm. It was a fingertip thing for me. <laughs> what What are you doing, Lord? Yeah. And I want to have faith for healing. I want to have faith for the miraculous. And I want to pray fervently, trusting in God's goodness every day. And then in moments of disappointment, when I don't see him move in the way that I hope for, um, say... I start to feel disappointed because I really want to be encountered with God in holy laughter and everyone around me feels like they're getting hit in that way and it's not hitting me. And I start to ask this question of like, God, why not me? Mm-hmm. Is there something I'm doing wrong? Uh, do you not love me enough? Like I could start to get in these comparison mind traps mm. and it, it starts to feel really icky, really quick. Um, And for me, I just have to discipline myself to remember Benjamin, choose faith, Mm -hmm. choose childlike faith and wonder. And in the places where you can't explain the pain or the disappointment, hold on to hope. Mm -hmm. And I think there's no better person to look at as an example of how to do that than the person of Jesus Christ. Wow. Who sweat, sweated blood in agony, asking God to remove the cup of crucifixion from him. And God handed him that cup anyway and said, drink it. And Jesus did. And I don't, I don't know what to do with that. While he's also the God that turned tons and tons of gallons of water into wine so that there could be an incredible wedding feast. And yet even in that sign, he's demonstrating the blood of his crucifixion will run in abundance for the sake of the celebration feast of the marriage supper of the lamb. Mm -hmm. Like these tensions of joy and sorrow, I think can be held in more tension than our flesh wants to admit. That's such a good line. Oh Hmm. my word. So if the sorrow is distracting you from the joy, I would just say, remember that joy comes in the, or that sorrow is last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is that something that Julian or Katya said, one of them mm-hmm. throughout the conference? Scripture. It's also too. scripture. Yeah. 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 That, they yeah, said yeah. it during the conference because it was relevant, but mm-hmm. it is just a quote from scripture. I forget where, maybe one of the Psalms. I, Psalms, I think, or pro, for some Proverbs, maybe. Sure. I don't know. It's also, all we're doing is talking about the supernatural and we haven't even mentioned how incredible Julian and Katya's messages were and Jordan's. Oh yeah. People were deeply ministered to in their wisdom. And so, yeah, there's a lot we could do there. Yeah. And there are people (laughs) that were there to encounter, like for the Lord to encounter their mind, Mm -hmm. to break down some paradigms of the way they, they saw prophecy or the way they were unable to grieve or yeah. the way they felt like, you know, everything in the world is against them. They don't have agency. Like mm-hmm. the, like all these different things were also preached to and spoken to really powerfully. And yeah, we don't want to discredit that at all. Not, like that's at all. all still just as amazing as ashy hands or, 
yeah yeah getting electrocuted in a cloud of glory <laughs> so it's like <laughs> being tickled by angels yeah it's like <laughs> i mean that's the thing so yeah and, and that it's also what we don't want to yeah. do with this is is put undue emphasis on the signs and wonders when it is God who all like, these are all pointing to the father, Amen. all pointing to Christ. Amen. And but, that's our heart with this. We also, we also felt like to share this, not because these are our stories just to keep treasured in our hearts and in our diaries, but like are to build faith for others that they didn't happen to. Amen. Um, and that's why we're, that's why we're sharing. That's why that's we're here good. today. So to bring you up to speed, this first testimony, our wonderful friend, Grace, mm -hmm. um, she'll mention a moment where Robin Werner, our wonderful pastor and mother of the church, um, she received this prophetic word that her hands were on fire. I think it had something to do with pulling people out of fire. Do you Some, remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she anyway looked down and discovered that her hands were covered in ash and there was soot underneath her fingernails. Um, we go into a little bit more detail elsewhere in, about that testimony, but just in case you haven't heard that story yet, mm -hmm. Grace is going to mention it yeah. in this next bit. But uh, yeah, the conference was Friday night, all day Saturday, and it was that Saturday night when a lot of these signs and wonders started to break out. And then again, Sunday, we saw a ton of miraculous and smelt a lot of miraculous things. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, just know that's the context that these testimonies are coming to you at. Um, and I hope that they bless you. Yeah. Yeah. Without further ado, here's grace. Friends, this is our wonderful community member, the one and only grace Peterson here to share with us some of her experience at the God is Near conference weekend. Uh, Grace, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement at Riverhouse? How long have you been coming? Do you volunteer? How human are you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, everybody. So happy to be here. Um, I'm so sorry. Am I supposed to look at the camera? No. Okay. I'm you could, so you, sorry. I should have asked that before. Ignore the I'm camera. Sorry. You're no, good. No, you're perfect. Okay. So we'll leave that in. Go I ahead. I haven't said that okay. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, please Do you want to start that. over? Oh, if you want me no, to. I, I would just answer the question. Okay. I think that'd be Sweet. fine. Mm -hmm. um, I have been going to River House for seven years since the beginning um, in Jody Miller's backyard. First service. Great time. Um, and currently I, for the last year, have been leading in our young adults program as well. So I'm one of the young adults leaders, which is really fun. That's awesome. So, yeah. I love that you do young adults. Mm -hmm. yeah. They love that you do young adults. Well, I've heard that. People really love you around here, which um, is fun. I went so to kind. to junior high and high school with Grace and prom, and we went to senior prom <laughs> together. It's true. You Not heard fair. it here first. Mm, Every fun. time she meets my son Zakai, she's always like, "I went to prom with your dad." The first time I ever <laughs> held him, I whispered that in his ear. <laughs> That's so fun. So That's good. Nice. Okay, and you also, I think it's worth saying, you aren't a full time ministry person. What do you do for work? Uh, my family owns a cafe in downtown Boise. Mm -hmm. So I do that full time for work. I do like, um, we have a lot of like specialty gifts and things and I do all the buying and importing for that kind of stuff. Merchandising, all That's kinds awesome. of stuff, culinary travel, different <laughs> things. 
There are a lot of things yeah. actually related to your business. Totally. You're just a very powerful human in ministry contexts and also in the marketplace. So it's it's great to have people like you on because of that. And maybe we should do more of like a Deep Waters podcast. Give us your whole life testimony day someday. But well, that would be good. Someday. Today yeah. we're just. I'm here glad to you hear said about. the marketplace ministry thing. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us um, what. I'm sure there's a lot of moments, but what moment or couple of experiences from the God is Near conference stands out to you as especially um, wonderful or marking? Yeah. Um, so I went into the weekend like with honestly like not a ton of expectations. I was just kind of like open-handed, like the Lord will move like however he wants um, and then was very blown away by the end of it with how like he showed up um but for me like the first um like two days like friday night and then saturday um i honestly like i really loved katya and julian and like everything that they were communicating with um the church and all of that and i like was like i was taking in a ton of notes and i was like really like intellectually I feel like gaining a lot of knowledge um but like on like a personal like more spiritual level I wasn't really feeling a ton um which was like fine like I was getting ready to leave on Saturday night and I was like you know what like it's totally fine like I'm here I'm like with my community I'm like still like being present in the community and like pressing in even though I'm not really feeling things like it seemed to the other people were around us um and then I was about to leave on Saturday night and then um, there was like some commotion in the room and people were like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're Do good. they know about Robin's hands? I'm yeah. Like, okay. oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there was like some commotion in the room and people were like, oh, Robin's hands are turning black. Like everybody come look. And I was like, put my bags down, took my jacket off. I'm like, I guess I'm going to stay to look at this. Mm-hmm. And then like had like the most incredible experience with the Lord. So it was like kind of this cool, like, oh, I wasn't really feeling anything. And I was leaving. I wasn't really feeling down about leaving, but I was like, oh, it's, I haven't really experienced a ton, like on a personal spiritual level, which is totally fine. I'm going to come back tomorrow. And then like I stayed and then the Lord like really moved after that. So what happened? Did someone come up to you to pray, like lay hands on you? Were you just caught up in the commotion of the Robin's hand moment. How did that happen? <laughs> um, yeah. So there was kind of a lot happening. I don't know how many people were actually there at that point. Maybe like 50, 70 people. Yeah. I think I someone know. counted at the end and there were maybe 70. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe 70 people. When the night was over. Um, wow. She's good at math. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Excellent prediction. <laughs> and yeah. So there, it felt like pretty small, but it kind of was just like, like a lot was going on, but also no, everybody was like, what's going on, you know? And I was just like watching everybody's faces around the room, like light up as they were experiencing different things, like different fragrances were showing up and like gold dust on people's hands and like different, um, a lot of, a lot of things were happening in the room and everybody just had like this child, like wonder look in their eyes Hmm. and like wide open mouths, like jaws dropped, like this is incredible like what's happening um so I kind of was like moving around the room um 
just trying to experience whatever was happening. And there was a point where um, Jordan like got oil on his hands and then he was like going around and praying for people. So we were, I'm so sorry. Am I allowed to say people's names? Yeah. I should have asked this before. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were praying for like a bunch of different people. So I was like, at this point I was, I could smell the fragrance and everything, which was incredible. Um, but like still personally on a spiritual level, I was like, I was there and experiencing it, but I wasn't personally feeling anything, which was totally fine. Um, and we started praying for someone or Jordan did. And then me and my friend, Michael were standing there, like reached out our hands to start praying for her. And then at one point, so I was there like, okay, we're going to pray for this person. I'm just kind of going to be here and show up how I can praying for her. Then Jordan turned around, started like laid his hands on Michael. So I'm like, okay, we're praying for Michael now. Awesome. You know? And then Jordan reached out his hand and like touched my forehead. And immediately I was like taken out by the Holy Spirit. Whoa. So that was cool. <laughs> when you say taken out, yeah, you, what mean, is it? You, you like fell to the floor? Totally. I fell to the floor. And then the Lord only knows what I looked like after that. I apologize if you were there. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have no idea. Um, and yeah, and then I don't know how long I was laying on the ground but it felt like hours it was probably like 20 minutes wow. i'm not sure um yeah i was there it was probably like 20 30 minutes yeah that's what i was told after um felt like a really long time and yeah i just like like in the beginning i was just kind of like filled with like holy laughter mm-hmm. and i was like just laughing uncontrollably couldn't stop And then like the Lord was like really ministering to me and a lot of people were praying for me. Um, I don't specifically remember a lot of like the prayers that were said over me during that time, but I had a friend um, send me a voice message later who like explained like um, she remember like what she remembered of what people were praying, which like really lined up with a lot of things that the Lord had already spoken to me like about in previous years, which was incredible. That's so cool. Um, So yeah, so for me, I was just like, couldn't control my body. Like I, every time I tried to get up, it was like, nope, not yet. Like back down. Um, and yeah, the Lord was just like during that time, he was just like, um, bringing things to my mind and like reminding me about like times that he's showed up in the past, um, and that he's moved in the past in my life. And yeah, I just had like this really, like these really sweet, tender moments with the Lord of like, I think it was like, since I wasn't really feeling anything, a lot of the conference, then I was like taken out by the spirit and the Lord was like so kind. And he's like, show to show me all of these things of like, okay, I've done all these things. Like what makes you think I won't do it again? You know what I mean? Mm. Um, or like, who's to say that like, I can't move in Mm. these other ways now. Um, and then after, like once my friend sent me that thing to tell me what the people, like what some people were praying over me, I was like, wow, like that very much lines up with things that I've like have been spoken over me in the past and different things. And so it was just kind of like confirmation for a couple different things. Um, yeah, it was just really incredible. Hmm. That's so good. I think a thing, a theme that we've seen throughout the weekend was the community aspect. And so even yeah. the fact that like the words line up to things that you've heard in community before and from the Lord, and it's like, hmm. it's all happening together and you're, you're adding to that by just, choosing to engage even Mm -hmm. when you're not like feeling something you're not taking 
offense or like uh, choosing judgment over curiosity you're going around just like i just want to be a part of it and be there and yeah. i guess we're praying for this person you're just like a willing vessel i love that mm. and I you, want to honor you that. weren't even really looking to get prayed over when jordan put his hand on you not for one second <laughs> <laughs> i was I'm, like we're praying for michael and then you yeah. put his hand on me and i'm like oh they're praying for me like okay yeah. and wow. it did not take long i mean you said immediately when yeah, jordan it was put his... fairly immediate like it took me a second to realize like what was even happening because we like I was praying, I was very much like, okay, we're going to pray for Michael. So I'm trying to like hear from the Lord. What are we praying for Michael? And then almost immediately I felt like Jordan put his hand on my head and then I was just down. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever experienced like being slain in the spirit or going out like that before? I have had only one other experience kind of similar to that in my life. And it was probably six years ago now, hmm. five, six years ago. So not often. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. I think it's good for people to hear because, I mean, I myself have never experienced anything like that and have seen other people encounter the Lord in those ways and have wondered like, God, do you, do you want to meet me like that right now? Mm -hmm. If, if you do, I'm open. I would love that. That looks crazy and wonderful. And I, and I, I don't necessarily know why God chooses to touch different people at different times. Mm -hmm. And this is a lovely experience of that because... God didn't touch you when you were looking for it. It's like out of his own sovereignty and mm -hmm. grace knew what you needed and met you even when you weren't really looking for him. You were, you just made yourself available to minister to others. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Would you say that all those things? Yeah, totally. And I think going off of that, like I, um, some of the young adults, we, when we met, um, last week, like we everybody was just engaging in kind of a corporate conversation amongst that group. And a few of them were saying they're like wiser than most of the, most of us. So it was kind of fun <laughs> to glean from them. Um, but someone was saying like, I like the Lord didn't have to do anything yeah. this weekend. Like all the stuff that he did, like he didn't have to do any of that. And he still showed up and did these things that are like half the time when I think about it, I'm like, this makes no sense, but like, thanks God, you know? Yeah. And it's like, he didn't have to do any of that. And one of the young adults was saying like, she was saying if she went through her whole life and didn't experience anything like this weekend ever again, never like got slain in the spirit, never really felt like the presence of, of God, super strong, like all of those things, like that would be like, okay. Yeah. And that would be enough for her. Just like her, knowledge like I think all of us like as wow. believers like should partner with that thought mm -hmm. process of like if nothing ever happens to me that's like quote unquote super spiritual or like out there or anything like that like knowing the Lord like as father is like enough mm. you know and that's just like so him good. just like existing and just you having a knowledge of his existence and like the unbelievable things that even like if you've never experienced it yourself, like that's enough, you know? And like, he doesn't have to do, like you don't have to smell a fragrance every time you're worshiping him. You don't have to like have gold dust on your hands. You don't have to, your hands don't have to turn black. And like, just knowing the Lord is like, like it's Oof. enough. Like yeah. that's so good. Yeah, It was such a sweet conversation so that good. we got to have. And I was like, wow, mm -hmm. like yeah, these young adults like really know. <laughs> That's yeah, it's a wisdom beyond their years. Yeah, totally. yeah, it's like a beautiful revelation of what faith is. 
and and I feel mm-hmm. like I experienced that over the weekend as well. Like, I'm I'm good. I'm like yeah. you've you've got me. Like this is the coolest thing. This mm. is the most wonderful thing ever, and I don't have to see this ever again for my faith to not only stay the same but continue to increase because it was yeah, just totally. like the Father's presence was so strong. I think there can be kind of a sneaky trap in moments like this where we start to crave the manifestation more than Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I love what you just said because it feels like the antidote to that trap. Instead of wanting the gold dust or to be slain in the spirit, like I don't have to fake it or force it or even cry for it. Instead, I'm just going to make myself open and available to the Lord for the Lord to meet me however he'd like to, because he's the one I'm after, not Mm -hmm. the manifestation. And that's just the posture of your heart. I'm really grateful. And can I ask a last question? Yeah. Do you feel like there's any um if the answer is no that's no problem but if there's any like fruit or sense of why god touched you in this way on saturday night um i mean i don't feel any like super specific i was kind of thinking about that like processing it with myself like the next day i was like i didn't or even when you guys asked me to like be on this podcast i was like for a minute i was like i should say no because i like didn't get healed i didn't like Mm there wasn't some like big transformation or like big awakening that happened inside of me. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to share my testimony because the Lord like still like touched me and like I experienced that and I like want to talk about it. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's any like specific like revelation that I experienced, but I think just like the Lord speaking to me like during that time and like reminding me of all the times that he's shown up in the past, um, Mm -hmm. is like, just like really encouraging. So I think Mm -hmm. like if anything, like for one, like it really built my faith stronger. I was like, wow, did I not have enough faith before? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. so I like increased my faith for sure. Just the whole weekend, the whole experience. Um, and then, yeah, just like reminded me of like the kindness and the gentleness of the Lord. So good. Wow. Come on. And if that's all that you ever get an encounter with God's nature and character, that's more than we need. Totally. Like you said, yeah. praise God. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Whoa, yeah, fun. <laughs> thanks, Grace. Yeah, thanks for just being honest too. Huh, you're great. Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so kind. Yeah, I know this will minister to people. So we bless you and see that you are God's favorite. <laughs> for sure, it's yeah. really clear. Uh, yeah, and we just see like the anointing and the mm-hmm. blessing on your life. So it makes sense that he wants to take time to just celebrate his relationship with you in a way like this. So thanks for sharing that with us. And I hope that your testimony blesses a bunch of people that listen. All right, we've got uh, Cade Johnston. Yes. <laughs> I almost Johnson. I uh, the T always throws me. Yeah, sneaky T. Everyone yeah. forgets it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Yeah. Johnson, we have him here on the podcast to share about his um, time at the Goddess Near Conference in that weekend. And yeah, do you want to do a quick little intro of who you are, where you're from, and kind of what brought you to Riverhouse and everything? Yeah. So I'm Kay Johnston. I'm from Montana originally, and uh, I'm out here. 
for the school, the Riverhouse Ministry School. Shout out to yes. that. Love it. Um, yeah, I was on a missions trip with Lauren Edwards, and she told me about Riverhouse, and then a couple months later, I ended up coming here. So it's amazing. Yeah. So that's how you found out about Riverhouse, about Boise, and that's what made you move here. Is you were on a missions trip in Central America? Yeah, I was in Belize. That's wild. Yeah, and. And, and you moved you moved here for the school. Right? Yeah, for the yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. even before just Riverhouse or Boise, but like f- to attend the school. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That requires so much faith to do something like that. I just said yes. So. <laughs> I just want to honor <laughs> yeah. that. That's so yeah. good. That's so yeah. simple too. I love that. Especially did you commit before you ever visited? Like what do you mean? Had you been to the Treasure Valley before? Uh, so so my aunt and my grandma live mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and so i had been like around boise for a while but i had never like heard about riverhouse before okay until i see yeah until nice. like like easter sunday last year wow yeah that's wow. wild <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's incredible yeah we're coming up on your one year of knowing about riverhouse yeah, yeah. that's so funny <laughs> you're I already very much in the deep end yeah yeah praise god yeah. deep but Waters? The deep waters. Wow. <laughs> Welcome. Can I ask, Cade, have you been walking with the Lord much of your life? And yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with like movements of the Holy Spirit like this? Right. Um, so I grew up in the church, but it was like evangelical church. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like more reformed. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know anything about like moves of the spirit or anything like that until I went to Belize and got baptized in the spirit. Oh, wow. So. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah it's really okay. Yeah. And so as far as the U.S. goes, you haven't really been a part of a church that operated in the gifts of the spirit quite in the way that Riverhouse None does? None at all. Huh. Other than I would watch like, um, shoot, I can't think of what the church is called. Um, there's one out in Montana. Is Levi Lesko? Do you oh, know yeah. him? Mm-hmm. I can't think of what his church is named, but I, I would watch their yeah. I'd watch their service. Cool at home, and so it was kind of like spirit filled, but not like too like as deep as Riverhouse, I would say. But yeah, sure. yeah, Fresh Life Church. Fresh Life. Oh. Yes. Good Shout Google. out to Montana. There you go. Yeah, we, we love, love Montana. Montana. We love. Yeah, Montana's great. Well, yeah. So we just had the God is Near conference weekend extravaganza <laughs> and we asked we asked you on here because benjamin was near you when you had this encounter with the holy spirit yeah. it sounds like it kind of happened multiple times and yeah i'm just so interested to hear about it because it sounded um dramatic for the lack of a better term yeah i would say that's pretty fair to say <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> maybe i'll share my yeah my viewership first Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting on the floor in the front row and um, our wonderful friends, Johnny and Maria, were receiving prophetic word ministry from Julian, who was in the front. And as Julian prophesied over them, we started to smell the fragrance of heaven. And it was my first time smelling it that night. Um, it was wild. It was like it was wafting off of Julian, uh, of Johnny and Maria mm-hmm. while Julian was prophesying. Um, this like very strong cotton candy smell and (laughs) crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And the people behind me smelt it first and I looked and I'm like, what's going on? And then I started smelling it and then my wife started smelling it. We were all just, you know, probably getting rowdy. And I think the rest of the room (laughs) noticed that we were really excited. 
and there was a young adults kind of crew on the opposite side of the front area. Yeah. Were you a part of that? <gasps> I saw Tara. I saw Tara like scurry across and I was like, oh, so now that she went, I was like, I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there was just all these people excited about the presence of God. They wanted to come and smell the fragrance. Yeah. And so there's a group of people, Kate is amongst them. Uh, and you know, we're smiling, greeting each other, laughing. This is crazy. I can't believe we're smelling heaven right now. And then, um, Kate, as you start to like go down and find a spot to sit right near me, um, it looked like the moment that you hit the ground with your, with your bum, um, <laughs> like, like your hand had gone into an electrical outlet. All of a sudden your eyes got really big and it looked like all the muscles in your body were seizing. Um, and it, your face went from like smiling, relaxed <laughs> joy to like electrocution. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> and I was frankly really concerned <laughs> in that moment. Yeah. And you started to fall back onto, I think Maria's legs. And because she was still sort of encountering the Lord, I, I tried to like wrap my arm around you and let you fall towards me. And then you were just on the, on the ground. And then yeah. I lost track of what happened to you after that, because I was, yeah. I think I got prophesied yeah, then over you got prophesied. Like yeah, yeah. right after that. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. So that was my experience. And I just thought, what in the world was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely wild. Yeah, I went over there and I had sat down like a few feet over at first. And then Brian, he was he was over there sitting. He's like, okay, come over here. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I sat down, yeah, I was like, like I just didn't have any words or, or any other thought in my mind wow. other than like what's going on. Like I just, I remember sitting there like this and I was just like, whoa. And then I just started to like fall backwards. That's just, wild. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like, could you not move your body anymore? I it just felt like I just froze, like, like I was playing freeze tag, and then someone touched me, and I was just Whoa. done. And then, I, like, as soon as as soon as I like lifted my arms like that, I just started to to fall backwards. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and Megan Bailey, she was sitting over on the side, and she said, like, after I think she was talking on Sunday. She said that she saw like a cloud of glory come over me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't have boxes for this. I, I, yeah. Do you have boxes for this? No. Have, have you been? <laughs> I grew up. I grew up. I don't, I'm yeah. so new to all of this stuff. So you haven't like... been electrocuted in a cloud of glory before? <laughs> Never. <laughs> just making sure. Just making sure. So, so for any skeptic in the room, <laughs> including me, trying to figure this out you weren't creating an experience that you had somehow seen in a magazine. No, no. <laughs> Cause I'm sure you read magazines a lot. Um, you were just enjoying the fragrance of God, yeah. enjoying the moment, yeah. sat down and then like unbeknownst to you, your body doesn't I was move just anymore. Struck. That's yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And then, so when you were, once you were on the ground, was there, do you feel like you were encountering a quality of the Lord, hearing the Lord's voice. Was there anything like that that you feel like touched by the Lord in oh. that? Or was it more like just this awe? I'm not trying to add words, but I'm right. just trying. And we're also, I don't want to define it either. Right, yeah. Because I think the, we're leaving <clears throat> the whole thing as really a mystery because we don't have yeah. the language for it. Right. But I'm just curious, 
post that time, have you thought about that at all? Um, there was someone in, so on the, on the following Sunday, he, I don't, I don't know his name. I'm really, I'm really bad with people's names here. That's okay. He was saying that I like, I was like in the fetal position and he was saying that like I was being birthed in Mm. like the glory of the Lord. Wow. Wow. Is that Joel? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's Mm. his name. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I like, I feel like that resonates with me. Totally. But I also just feel like the Lord just met me in my childlikeness, like Mm. just the willingness to come over there. Mm. And so I was just like, the Lord just met me. Because I was a child. Yeah. Like, come wow. On. That's lovely. So were you conscious after you fell to the floor? Yes. And I was just like the the thing that was going on in my mind, I was just like, what's happening? Like that was the only thing. Like I was like, thank you, God, like yeah. that you're encountering me. But mm-hmm. I, at the same time, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so would you say it was Wow, I resonate with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like mostly a physical encounter like it wasn't really hitting your emotions or your mind yeah yeah okay. it was just like yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't that's great i don't, I don't have great. any words other than yeah <laughs> no that's we're that's that's what we want these to be that's, yeah if it's just a bunch of yeahs that's incredible yeah. um i yeah again i we mentioned this uh earlier um in our podcast with jordan sodeman but just again the unifying thing and like how all this i feel like the the community aspect is so important i'm just going to keep ringing this bell of like it's it's we're all in this together and it's a communal thing it's not even like this deeply i don't know i don't want to say it's it's incredibly personal but it's also incredibly communal as well and that even like joel to like kind of see what was happening and feel like he kind of got a revelation for you of like you know i'm this is what i saw that kind of this resonates with me and you're like oh that resonates resonates with me too and so it's like there's something to like with any prophetic word to take it to scripture take it to your community take it to the lord as just different ways to confirm what's going on and and look at the fruit you know and look at the fruit. Are you aware of any any fruit, um, like that the Lord did something in this moment? Um, and th- it's totally okay if the answer is no. Yeah, I don't know, honestly. I like. I would hope that my life shows that yeah. I'm producing fruit, like after this. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't feel like I have, or mm-hmm. like. Oh. Yeah, like I'm knowing you. I feel like I can say that your life produces fruit and has as long as I've known you. Yeah, in your kindness and your faith and your childlikeness, like you mm-hmm. described. So mm-hmm. I think even that you described it in that way and unpacking your story was really lovely. Because I think, sure, why not? Is the Lord just wanting to celebrate your childlike faith? Yeah. And give you some kind of gift and remind you that he's beyond your boxes and beyond yeah. everybody else's boxes around you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's holy. <laughs> and and to the inner skeptic inside of me and to anybody else who's listening, continuing to ask the question, why would God do this? What did God do? Why, like, what what's going on here? Why not me? Why only Kate in that moment? Because yeah. I think it was only you in that moment, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we just celebrate that God does what he wants to do and that yeah. we don't really have answers to any of that. I don't yeah. think. 
Yeah, yeah, and this encounter could be part of a this much larger story of even the nine months of the school or something. You yeah, know? it's like right. just it's a. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes those encounters with the Lord can be like next chapter, new book, huge grand reveal of like <laughs> who you are right. to be in the church, and also these moments are also just maybe just a period in like a line that he's like mm. writing in our stories too. Oh, how poetic, Jace. That's really I don't know, I feel like I got that image. Oh, you're such an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it. Um, yeah. Then, and then, I mean, we've got a little bit of time. Do you want to share what happened the next day too? Yeah. So it on, seemed like it kind of continued a little yeah, bit. Yeah. On Sunday, um, we were like at pre-service prayer, but it was like before, like, some of the house church leaders and like the people in the school just like mm-hmm. got time to be with Julian, just let him like teach us mm. things about yeah. the prophets mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like after he's like, Oh, I just really feel the presence of the Lord. So and usually when people say that, I'm like, okay, like let's minister to the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I was just, I was just sitting like in the chair with my, with my hands out and I was just praying, praying in tongues. And, um, yeah, I, I just looked down at my hands because people had been getting gold dust like the whole weekend. And so I looked down and I had seen like the gold dust in my hands and I was like, no way is this happening to me right now. <laughs> Whoa. And so <clears throat> I just had like put my hands out and my eyes were just wide open. And Jackie Werner was sitting over there and I was like, look at my hands, look at my hands. And she came over, she's like, oh yeah. And so... Megan Bailey also was sitting over there too. So I went over to them and I was like, look at what the Lord is doing right now. Wow. And yeah, they, uh, they just grabbed my hands and just started praying for me. And once again, it just hit me again. Like the Lord, like just through his power had yeah. s- tensed up every muscle in my body. Wow. And yeah, I just <laughs> fell over <laughs> once again. It just wow. was like, like, yeah. And I think this time I was more like, okay, Lord, like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm more willing to submit just because, like, you're meeting me again. Mm -hmm. Like, you've been faithful Mm -hmm. to, like, what I've asked or even, like, wasn't even expecting anything Mm -hmm. today. Like, and yet he still met me. And so, yeah. (laughs) And then I just erupted into tongues on the ground while I was shaking. And yeah. While everyone is in pre-service prayers. Come on. Did, did you do that eruption into tongues intentionally? Uh, so I was, I was like on the ground, like just like talking to the Lord. And then I like, so I have like the gift of tongues and people like this has been coming out more and more. And so I was just like speaking in tongues and then all of a sudden like mm-hmm. it just like blew up out of me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think... I, yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a really beautiful example of what all of these testimonies should probably leave us doing. Yeah. Yeah. We just say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Did Can I ask, has the Lord ever done this to you before that weekend? Is this like, a, is there a precedent for that in your life? Well, what do you mean? Mm, these kinds of encounters where <clears throat> every muscle in your body just kind of stops moving. No. There was one, so we were in school one day. We had like our Holy Spirit week Mm -hmm. and (laughs) like I had kind of felt that way before, but it was more like, I was just like, uh, once again, I don't know, but I was 
like Megan, she was like, oh, I believe that someone in here has like a tongue and like we're supposed to interpret it. And like, I just knew it was me. Wow. And so I just like started like speaking in my tongue and like I had just like tensed up, but it wasn't anything where I was just like, felt like, yeah. the si- like it wasn't the same, but yeah. it was like kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So, so yes the- and no a little bit to, yeah. to that, mm-hmm. but cool. yeah. And you'd had the gift of tongues for a while before yeah, that? Yeah, that was the first prophet word that someone had ever like said over me is that I had the gift of tongues. And oh, wow. I didn't even know what that meant until like three weeks ago. And so, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so the gift of tongues in your life is super new. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun detail. Yeah. So it was the like, Lord that was the first time I, like I ever really felt like I stepped into it. There was a time in Belize where like it was kind of the same, but also like once again, different. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, we celebrate I, it. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you for being on here. I think I what I loved, what I remember what I was going to say is when you got the gold dust on your hands, you're just like, I can't believe God is doing this. Yeah. Like, and I, that childlike faith and like delight mm-hmm. is so holy. Mm-hmm. And I like just want your story to be an example for people to be like, just so excited by any move of the Lord, yeah. um, whether it's a sign or a wonder, or it's just like the testimony or a song coming out of someone or, or the intercession coming out of someone during a prayer set. It's like, look at what God is doing and I get to be a part of yeah. it. And then the other theme that I saw is this like deeper and deeper surrender mm-hmm. to the Lord. Like the second time it happened on Sunday, you're like, Yes, God's meeting me again, <laughs> and I just want to like be a part of it more. Yeah. And so there's there is this aspect to surrendering, mm-hmm. whatever that means in all of its ethereal language. It's just like opening yourself up, and it's like, yeah, Lord, whatever you have for me, I want to take it. Like, please, like I just love that eagerness mm-hmm. about you. It's really holy, really beautiful. Thank you. I'm sure it's part of what Jesus meant when he said the kingdom of heaven is for such as these, talking about the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for using even that word childlike. Yeah. You're a good model of it for all of us, kid. Wow. Thank you guys. Mm. Yeah, totally. (sighs) Wow. Thanks for joining us. It's been such a pleasure. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here with you too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Lord, I just ask that um, this testimony, Lord, and all of the testimonies that are shared on this podcast, Lord, would just minister to the hearts of the listeners, God. Um, And yeah, we just ask that what was released in this room and um, through these people, Lord, that it would just increase faith in the listeners, Lord, Mm -hmm. in our community, in our church community, God. Um, that it would draw people close to one another, that it would provoke um, questions inside of us and conversations um, within the community, Lord. And yeah, that just more of your presence would be felt because of the opening of these conversations, Lord. So we love you, God. And yeah, amen.
Yeah, Lord, we just thank you for the things that you did last weekend. And uh, I just bless every listener out there with whatever the Lord has given me. I just impart it to all of you. Um, and I just thank you for the work that, that God has done and that he's going to continue to do through me and, and through everyone. And uh, yeah, I just release the glory of the Lord. And I just hope that the Lord meets you where you are right now. Yes, God. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Deep Waters Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, maybe even a recipe or two, please send them to deepwaters at riverhouseministries.com. And if you would like to join us at Riverhouse for Sunday service, we meet at the Vineyard Boise at 4 p.m. We'd love to see you there. We cannot do this podcast without a little help from our friends. Our theme music was written and recorded by the Riverhouse worship team. Production is done by Jordan Sodeman. Special thanks to Isaiah Guerrero for our artwork. Benjamin Olson writes and co-hosts with me, Jace Langley, and I also edit this bad boy. If you like this podcast and want to keep going on this journey of discipleship with us, please leave us a review wherever you listen to the Deep Waters podcast. May Christ be with you wherever you go.